KFC Chicken, and welcome to the Part-Time Sport Podcast, where sports documentaries are our part-time job. That's a clue. I keep the ball alive to Lafayette. Alrighty then, I'm Dylan Thomas, and with me, as always, is Cal Monaghan. Hello, Cal. Hello, pal. Welcome, everyone, once again. We've watched another sports documentary based on whatever sport is happening this week. So, hey. we've watched Pacific Warriors, obviously. Um, first things first, though, Dil, will we have any time for the Coaster Quiz this week? That's what the people are calling for, man. Far out. Okay. Well, hang on. As Cookie, uh, old our friend Mike Cook, previous winner of this coaster giveaway for his correct answer on the Andy Murray resurfacing pod, mm-hmm. go back and have a listen yeah. if you haven't already. Has he got his coaster yet? It's on its we way. Can't keep it's doing these things. They're it is. It's on its way now. We've received the coasters. Um, it's in with Australia Post. It's on its way oh. to you. Uh, Mike, you didn't Sorry. send in your address last time which was a bit of a logistical nightmare for myself, but that's fine. I looked you up. We've got the address. No, you just, you just text me and said, where did Mike live? <laughs> <laughs> and I sent it to you quickly. Um, so yeah. OzPost at the moment Ozpost. with the pandemic could be with him three to six months. Yeah, 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 exactly. So obviously everybody else has gone, get them with the qu- more coasters, more coasters. Okay, I'm um, with you. Are they good-looking coasters? Um, they're not as good. No, 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 they're not really. They're not as good. They're that, they're those... <laughs> <laughs> Those paper ones that you find in the pub, they're not high quality coasters. Um, yeah, but you know, yes, they're yours. sell it to me. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> Did you sign it before you sent it to Mike? Yeah, yeah. Just you should me. have. So we'll just sign me. the next one. Just you. Yeah, just you. Obviously, with social distancing and alike, yeah. I can't uh, get my hands on it, my grubby hands. Okay, Cal, do another one this week. What's your question? Okay, so the question for this week, and if you want to, um, if you want to, just let us know on part time sport at gmail com. What are the Pacific Islanders' favorite takeaway? So, um, just okay. messaging. What are the Pacific Islanders' favorite takeaway? And so, you reckon there's already been a clue? Yeah, already. Yeah, I don't know if you picked it up. Eagle-eared listeners will have already <laughs> heard the clue. Pretty obvious. Oh, Cookie might have two coasters by the end of this. <laughs> okay, Mike's bad. Before Mike can't, win. <laughs> <laughs> can't win it again. <laughs> Before we get into this week, Cal, as you said, Pacific Warriors, it is the rugby union. What is our doco for next week? Yeah, okay, so we're gonna do um we're gonna do the basketball next week. We're gonna do Hoop Dreams. It's from nineteen ninety-four. It's available on Stan over here in Australia, so hopefully it'll be available elsewhere for all of the listeners. But it's really essentially about um African American teenagers, William Gates and Arthur Agee, who travel like ninety minutes away. Um, from inner city Chicago to St. Joseph High School in Illinois, and it's like a white, posh um, basketball program school. Um, so it's all about them dreaming of NBA Stadium, and, and it's shot over um, five years as well. So it's a bit of a really? long one, yeah, but um, it's yeah. it's really well, well, highly, well, cri- critically acclaimed. Yeah, so yeah I have heard of it. I didn't know, didn't know it was shot over the course of five years. Obviously, the reason for doing that, NBA finals are coming to That's right. a crescendo. Yeah. It should be by next week. They should be into the championship game, mm-hmm. final four at the moment, playing it out. Uh, but let's go. As always, you can get us on at Part Time Sport on Twitter and Instagram. You can watch us on YouTube. 
and send feedback via parttimesport.com. And of course, you can give us a four-star review. Look, and do it wherever you can. Um, you might buy something off eBay uh, that is unrelated to us. <laughs> review us on there. Just We'll pick it up. Don't Dude, worry like about coasters. it. coasters. Just one coaster on sale. <laughs> <laughs> but let's go with this week. As we said, it is Pacific Warriors. And the reason we've picked this documentary is, look, the Australian rugby season has just finished up. It was a bit of a different look and feel for rugby uh, union here in the Southern Hemisphere. They weren't doing the South Africa, Australia, New Zealand, mm. you know, Argentina, Japan competition. Yeah. Uh, so it was just the Australian season. Not much fanfare around that one, let's be honest. We're into the semifinals of the European Club Rugby Champions Cup. Um, it was also yeah, the con- semifinals, semifinals yeah. there, and it was also confirmed a couple of weeks ago that the Southern Hemisphere tournament, the Rugby Championships, is going ahead, mm, and it's going to be right. played all in Australia. But Cal, let's be honest, we just haven't got into the ruggers yet, and we've got a few of our loyal listeners. A big shout out to Steve Curley. Oh, um, he's been saying, look, you boys need to get into it. The complaint, like the abuse wasn't like Stephen sends in abuse and a lot of- It wasn't warranted. And, yeah, which is, isn't yeah. kind sometimes. Like trolling isn't a nice way. I don't know. He could, he could have went about it nicer, but- Words I didn't even know. <laughs> I had to look them up. Hey, he's, like, he's very excited though while we're on the subject of um, Steve Curley. Sale Sharks have just won their first trophy in about 13 years or something, I believe. There you go. So, um, yeah, this one's for you, Steve, and um, less of the abuse <laughs> next time, mate. It's not, it's not, <laughs> not appreciated. <laughs> but, yeah, so... Tell us what this is about. Tell us what Pacific Warriors is about. So, this doco, right, okay, so usually we we know exactly what each doco is about, right? Uh, but this one, we can't tell really what the doco is about, so what we've sort of figured we- out... <laughs> have no idea we don't really know we're not sure what the context is for this documentary it's obvious that it's about the pacific islands and it's about you know um tonga fiji and samoa and the history of that but we're not sure why the doho is happening we think it maybe is it (laughs) is it a promo for the rugby world cup in 2015 based on the time that it released Um, released it focuses on 2007 a lot in yeah, which that's that confused. That's what confused me the most. So like, it's released in 2015. It's very like yeah, English why? kind of a lot of English features, like English players. For some reason, David Hay, an English boxer, is in it. Who knows? Yeah, he pops up. Yeah, and then, yeah. but then all the footage is from 2007 Rugby World Cup, which was in France. I think you're onto something. Yeah. And then, well, like there's 2011 was a World Cup in between those two. Why wasn't there much footage from that? (laughs) The only thing we could think of was because it was in New Zealand and they just didn't travel to that one. Yeah, yeah, maybe. (laughs) So, yeah, that's why it was in 2007. But maybe it was just a good time to put out a documentary on rugby 2015. There's a World Cup happening that year, I suppose. Just a... Just a... Just to pump up. Yeah. Hey, there's some other nations in this. Yeah. Get behind the the Pacific, you know, islands. Get behind Fiji, Tonga, and, and Samoa, which, uh, yeah, look, not. I, I don't think there was much success there because none of the island nations get anywhere of note at the no, 2015 no, no, World no. Cup. A few third fi- third place finishes in the group stages. That's about okay, it. Okay. Yeah. 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 It's it's all about though. It's really then, and we go into what we sort of enjoy now about the documentary, and and there's plenty to enjoy. Don't get us wrong. It's it, it's very fun and a good a good watch. But it's really about the islanders' outlook on life, and it's 
so laid back and the very the, the very simple existence like on the islands that they are um and yeah it was like sort of uh, could you live on the island still could you watching after watching this <laughs> i don't think i don't think i'd have the appetite for starters yeah um, you can eat. i'd i would get absolutely crushed in half with any physical activity that was that was played because oh, they're big big individuals um <laughs> So yeah, I'm not sure. What about you? Could you like, could you see yourself, you know, on you know, with your with your tan complexion, Cal? Could you see yourself, you know, on the beach in Fiji? I, I feel like did you ever like when you were a kid, like you would, so they would say, "Come and live on the islands with me. Come and live in the islands," and then I'd be like, "Yeah, yeah, 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 okay, yeah, I'm coming," and then I'd go. But it would remind me of like when you're a kid, and then you go to some like a mate's house who you don't really know that well to stay over, and then like like night one, I'd just be like, "Oh, this is." This is not for me, and I'd panic. <laughs> and then the band, they would be eating too much, and I wouldn't be hungry, and I couldn't fish, and yeah, I'd get all all of the tither. <laughs> and, and then there's the banter as well, which you'll go into. Just far too much for me oh, to no, take. I'm a, I'm I'm a just, sensitive boy. I've just got, I've, I've just got you, got you in a little rugby helmet, playing like, and just getting absolutely annihilated. That's the other thing. The big tackles. Oh, I'm going to play rugby as well. Yeah. Oh, no. yeah. <laughs> of all the uh, the Islander nations uh, game players, some absolutely crunching tackles. Uh, me and you would be just just in little helmets with our hair poking out through the through the holes in the helmet, just running with the ball and getting absolutely annihilated. <laughs> so yeah, it's it gives you a very good look at how the Islanders, you know, they go about it. And people living in the Pacific Islands. It is a beautiful, beautiful existence. One of our favourite bits of it. How they're so happy go lucky. They're always yeah. smiling. But that was the, it. Was the banter that really shone through with everyone? Every player they featured, they like to have a little bit of a dig at each other and other nations. And Kel, for some reason, um, people's looks came yeah, into it, it just, a lot. It was ugly, ugly shouts, and like you know, yeah, you, you <laughs> ugly and stuff. It was quite nice, quite refreshing. Do you reckon they had to edit out, edit out the your mama jokes? Maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe. It's just they're so nice and so friendly though that like I think it just sort of result. It's just ugly. You can't really say too much about. I guess you can throw about those type of quotes if you're that big of a person. You can call each other <laughs> ugly, I suppose. But um, there's, there's, it's a very quotable documentary as we find, and that like many of yes. these are. But um, there was one, a, a couple of people in particular we'll go into. Um, but the, it was really about around the were saying about like England's the World Cup champions, the the dressing this up at that point. This was that two thousand and three, I guess that one. Two thousand and three yeah. was the World Cup champions, and I'm like, don't break it up. Yeah. Oh yes, yes, yes. Sorry. Yeah, that was the Australian one, and um, it you were like they may have the best kit. Yeah, but the teams are still pretty ugly, really, aren't they? It's quite sad, really. You know, all the money in the world, but got hit by the ugly stick. <laughs> you know, stuff what? like that. <laughs> and then um, he's like trying to talk. They're talking like through like a really integral game. Tonga are playing Samoa in the 2007 mm-hmm. World Cup. Yeah, yeah. So obviously brother nations up yeah. against each other. And he's just talking about this like key minute where one player gets red card and actually sent off. Mm. And the same guy, Epi's just like... Uh, yeah, the referee uh, just uh, sent one of the ugly ones off. Didn't yeah. like his haircut. Like, yeah, so just like his ugly. Got rid of him. I love it. Just the <laughs> type of bands here. I can't handle that, as I say. I'd be very happy. You'd be getting cold, ugly. <laughs> mirror, mirror on the wall. Who is the fairest? 
No, yeah, there was another bit where he said about him, like Fiji had like the 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 speed, Tonga had the size, and like Samoa had all the good looking guys. You know, like it's so important to them. Like they're so vain. They're so vain. The Pacific Islanders. <laughs> These big burly men, and they're all just worried about their good looks. Obviously, quite obviously, from one of the Samoan fellas there. But then, Cal, look, we moved. You mentioned um, we might have touched on a couple of quotes from Epi, who uh, we'll introduce in a bit. But um, another another one of our favourites, because there was a fair few players that were introduced in this documentary. Um, but one of them is Nicky Little, and he yes. he summarises why the 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 Islanders love rugby and he's like you know we're, we're built for it obviously but he goes to tell you the truth you don't need many bl- brains to play rugby and it's fun yes nikki yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah. is a very good summary as to why <laughs> we should uh why the islanders play it nikki little he's the fiji test record holder and cal we've got to be honest he was a bit hard to understand at points because he yeah, honestly he's... sounded like he was Smoking something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he was always happy and, like, you know, just, like, breaking out into laughter in the middle of a sentence. Like, he's just quite hard to keep up with and you're going, is that, what's, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. You sort of, you want to be his friend, you're laughing along going, I understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, um, he was, so he wanted to be an all black, um, Nicky, yes. basically his dad. His dad was Fiji and his, his mum's a Maori. And um and he had an, a famous uncle Walter. Do you know of him, Dill? Walter Little? No, but Walter no Little, yeah, as we've learned, is a very famous All Black. Yes, back in the day, he done very well. So he, he's Walter Little's nephew, and um, there was a there was a fantastic quote from Nicky where he's just going about Walter, and he's just you're sort of trying to follow along, but this is this is about Walter, and he's going, you know, smoking rum, coke, good day, good day, loves it. Have him on your team. He can sing. He can dance. Play guitar. And you're, you're like, what? Yeah, yeah. He's so, he's just so crazy. I like. He's got. He's really good though. I liked him. I liked his bit on religion as well. Oh, that like, was just, that was great. Nice. It was, um, <laughs> you know, because they were talking as well as about the Pacific Islands. How you know it was essentially Christian missionaries influenced yeah, the yeah, early yeah. part of them. You know, like like the the way that the British influenced Australia and New Zealand, it was yeah, Christian missionaries were huge in the islands. And he goes, <laughs> Nikki, there's obviously a fair few of them, other players who are still quite religious. Uh, Nikki, uh, it always rears its ugly head. Religion, I find having an imaginary friend a bit unscientific. And he kind of gives yeah. this like grin and tilts his head like, a little bit, like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's class, he's class, and then. That brings us on to our next, our other favourite was Epi, Epi Tayoni. Um, yes. He features so much throughout the documentary, but he's, he's, he he's does. very funny. He's a very funny I think man. So he's he's Tongan. I think he's now like the Tongan rugby union, you know, board, whatever it is. Oh, is he? Yeah. He's kind of, he's, he's working in there, but he seemed like he was a bit of a larrikin, Epi. I think he oh, played, yeah. um, he played some club rugby in the UK and played at Newcastle with yeah. the famous English player Johnny, Johnny Wilkinson, um, and Johnny used to have to just pull Epi into line a yeah, little bit yeah, from yeah. what he was saying. Just He's a bit loose. Epi used to get off the handle a bit. But Cal, probably one of the favourite bits of the documentary is when the Tongan team for the two thousand two thousand seven Rugby World Cup in France, their kind of host town or city is a little uh, little place called Clapier or Clapier. Clapier. Um, yeah. Talk us, talk us through Epi breaking curfew. So, 
essentially the the Tongan team were taken under the wing by by Clapier, like the the village and the old which was them. beautiful. Little love, yeah, they yeah. loved it. There was, a, there was a little kid in there at some point, some a little boy. It was strange. It was thing. really strange. I don't know how they find these people for the documentary. Some little boy going like, I hope to fit into this jersey one day. And he's just showing a Tongan jersey. Tongan jersey. Hell yeah. Extra, extra large. Yeah, it was very strange, that bit. And like, you spoke a little English and then into French. Yeah, it was very strange. But but essentially, I don't know if they'd had a big win or something like that. I think the Tongans in the World Cup. But don't, don't think it matters. I, I don't think it matters. He went back. He was like, oh, you know what? He was like, I'm going to have a big one tonight. I'm going to get on it. And so he was like, oh God, I'm I'm, def- I'm going to be the only one breaking the cave. He, he gets back to the hotel and the whole he goes, the whole team was absolutely pissed. And um, he start. <laughs> They start showing the pictures of from the night, and like all the team, are, there's like eyes rolling back and after the into the head or whatever. But <laughs> but they've been given um, like cases and cases of French wine. Yeah, and um, they, they would go. It was one guy. I don't even know who this guy was. Maybe it was just that I lad's think, dad. I think he was like he was like he was like the the clapier. Uh, tourism representative. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, like yeah. PR person yeah. or something. He was like, we give them. He was we give them wine. It was good wine, not great wine. <laughs> Such a French. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we're not giving them the best. Like no, no. The Tongans don't care. He's like, oh, we drank all the cases. Yeah, yeah, it was all gone by the time they thought it was going to be a memento. They take back yeah, to yeah, Tonga. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, all yeah. gone in a night. Yeah. Uh, Epi also tells us a story, and you've really stitched me up here, Cal, oh, sorry, by man. this yes. bit ending up coming to me. Because he's talking about a Fijian player who was one of the all-time greats of Fiji, Rupeni wow. Kokunabuka. Ah, yeah. fair play, fair play to you, Dylan. Thank you. That's Thank as you. good as we get. He was, he was like you know the face of island rugby at the at the time, sponsored by Nike. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Until until the point that Nike <laughs> were trying to film a commercial with him at Fiji, in Fiji, and they just couldn't find him. Yeah, he went missing. <laughs> Just went missing. <laughs> he was off drinking and smoking. Drinking and smoking. <laughs> and his quote is, is, uh, is as loose as anything. He loses a goose, that fellow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he were like, I think Nike pulled the deal or something like that. And then, yeah, yeah, yeah. Epi's like, they need to loosen up. <laughs> <laughs> Don't they realise they're on island time? Which was brilliant. So kind of, you know, I think those two, Epi and Nikki both give you a little insight into the many other characters that are in this documentary oh, yeah. in yeah. terms of the players. But you kind of go and look, these guys seem extremely laid back. Yeah, so happy. We, that was probably the biggest thing we learned from this uh, doco, wasn't it, Cal? That they say the Islanders are kind of the perfect athletes for that was rugby union. Mm. There was some really long-winded intro. Look, fun note, little side note, the narrator for this whole thing mm. is Brian Cox. Yeah. Google Brian Cox, you'll recognise him. He's in like Troy in, and what was the other one? X Men. X Men. He's in that. He's with the bad guy, isn't he? He's always the bad guy, but he's like know. a Shakespearean style, like theatrical actor, and he adds a lot. Don't of, know why he's. Yeah. yeah why? Knows? Yeah. Who knows what the what the link is there? But he's very enthusiastic about things on the documentary <laughs> that aren't really to be enthusiastic about. <laughs> 
there's some long-winded intro yeah, yeah. about how their people paddled to the islands yeah, that was and as a result makes them strong. <laughs> but uh, we also loved Kel. What was it? She, there was that a was lady the, that came doctor, on, some yeah. expert. Yeah, she was like a doctor, I think, and, and she was just going into the BMI and the genetics of the Pacific Islanders and like how the island's got this fertile ground. There's plenty of fish around there um, and you've got this amazing ability never to be full. Which is quite funny, and uh, which the and that explains why they love a KFC so much is that they just they just will eat and eat, and that was said by a number of players, like a lot of English yeah, players. Yeah, number who've of been players. With them. Yeah, there's like an English player who goes, look, uh, and I, they probably won't like me saying this, but uh, KFC and whiskey is uh, the preferred diet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which, uh, yeah, and there's like I think Epi, even when he's talking about um, after the big night that in uh, Clapier when they're on the French wine, I think the the team, the coach, whoever said they could go to KFC the day after because they're all hungover. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. It's so good. It's it's a very. It was fascinating to me though how like they there was no real desire to stay on the islands, which I I probably expected before. Like oh, you know, they can be really. Just they want it. we'll stay on the islands, we'll make it but really they 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 have to move to the money nations. Like the they sort of want to be um like you know, they want to represent England, they want to represent New Zealand because of the money, really, I suppose. That's well, yeah, the, and this is the thing. I think uh the New Zealand the all blacks brand, and because New Zealand is also probably the closest uh nation and most similar in terms of like the Maori people are very similar mm. to the the islander, yeah. um, you know, kind of nations. There's a quote from one of the Tongan guys, and he's just like he kind of like looks into space and then just goes, "In fact, uh, I don't remember getting paid yeah. at all yeah. to play I for Tonga." Yeah, yeah, that was insane. Uh, it was, yeah, which he's like he's like almost getting told. It's like they're saying, "Look," other people were saying to him, "Like you should just play with pride," That's right, and he's yeah. like, "Well." Like, I kind of need to get a bit of cash yeah, for can, this too. Can I not play with pride and get paid? Like, why not do both? Because you, you're talking about, like, the amount of money that England get paid and, you know, Australia, South Africa, any big nation. Um, and, yeah, like, the the, the English, they, they they go into the detail of what the English team have, what comes with them at a World Cup, essentially. And uh, yeah, yeah, you can start to, you can start to see, like, what the the big gap between the Pacific yeah. Island nations it's and then the money huge. nations in terms of competing? Like you can see, they're all very laid back, and it's just because they're like, well, they 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 talk through it. You know, we we don't have kits and everything. The English, what do they say? Kelly was like, the, an ex England coach. It was I think he's the two thousand three yeah. World Cup winning yeah. coach. Yeah, and he he talks about the the um their like staff that they've got Got for the team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, you know, we've even got our own own chef, you know. (laughs) The player says, uh, I want beans and toast or eggs and chips. They can get it done properly. And I was (laughs) like, what? Why do you need a chef for beans on toast? Yeah, I want to see beans on toast. Just like burnt toast and like the beans have exploded in the microwave. Like, how how did you get it wrong? (laughs) But that was another, was that another epi quote where he was just going there like, yeah, England's washing budget is our like entire budget basically. That, yeah, that which just shows they can't compete. Yeah. So yeah, it almost seems like and and Nicky Little summarizes that he couldn't make it to be an All Black. Like everyone thought he'd be like his uncle. He's like he's my uncle. He's not he's not my dad. Yeah, he's not my dad. Uh, yeah. So he's like, but I wanted to play. So they kind of it's almost like they get there's a bit of the. It's almost like the rejects, for want of a better word, end up playing for Samoa Tonga and, yeah, and Fiji, the guys enough, yeah. that can't 
yeah, they can't make it. Because there's then they go through, um, you know, Jonah Lomu is a great example. He's one of the most famous, even, you know, not being a rugby union person. I know who Jonah yeah, Lomu so, is and yeah. being an all black, exactly, yeah, all black, you know, superstar. But he's of Tongan descent, you know, he's – and there's this strange thing of like – and there's a lot of Australian Wallabies players who, um, you know, are from the islands as well. But they still obviously represent another nation. And it's not like they are just doing it for the money. They kind of have these two nations and they were trying mm. to describe how they're still quite proud of where they're from as well, which was unique. Yeah, it's just not the way to. It's not the smart move to make if you've got the option to go and play in New Zealand, like for New Zealand rather than Tonga or Fiji. Then you, you've got to do it for the money. And like you said, like if you're training, if you're training in New Zealand, you've got the opportunity to go there. You've got a good meal. You're gonna get hot water. You're gonna get to wear boots. Yeah, <laughs> you get to wear Crazy. the same the same but, kit. He says, like but, that's but all isn't important. Isn't this like, yeah, isn't this like world sport now though? And you see it with like the Middle Eastern nations in in football where, you know, Qatar almost like and, mm. you know, the Saudi nation and all that type of stuff, they kind of will bring in some goalkeeper from an African nation and yeah. nationalise him and then all of a sudden he plays right. for yeah, Qatar because exactly. they're yeah. coming up to tournaments. And yeah. it's almost becoming now a bit – there's this there's this great scene where, um, you know, the, obviously in the Northern Hemisphere, the the European nations are kind of only getting on board with this more recently than New Zealand and Australia would be just because of proximity. proximity yeah. But there's um, – what's his last name, Cal? Tuolungi? Yeah. Who's a Manu. who's a big player? Yeah, Manu Tuolungi who's a massive player for England now. Um, but his brothers yeah, all his played brothers like were... in Leicester or something. Yeah, didn't they? yeah, and 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 they represent Samoa as well, don't they? I think at like no, it was yeah, that there right? was a few of them who who represented Samoa because they didn't represent England. And he's the youngest, be... and they've been living there long enough. Yeah, he yeah. can play for for England. And there's like they said there was a you know there's a guy playing for Wales. There's like this weird connection with Fiji and Wales through yeah. the. Army yeah, or something. Sort of the army. Yeah, know. yeah, it's crazy. That was crazy. That bit, but it, look, and that just like showed, like so. If you're Manu Tuolangi and go go and play for England, where they've got their own chefs, the, yeah. the physios, yeah. like that, as they say, they bring along. Like, was it psychics or something? Like, they had everything. They had everything under the sun. And then you, or do you want to go and play for Samoa or the like Tonga? Who, who bring over like what, what was their one thing they brought was a reverend because they're so religious yeah yeah they love <laughs> they love the, the reverend i mean you're all obviously you're going for the one that gives you the chefs and the physios and they also yeah. touch on the the fact that they'd go to these nations because you know you can then send money home there was a quote where it was like if you get the call from home saying we need some money and you've got money then you're sending money and that yeah. goes back to i guess the culture of the islands, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, so to speak. Out. So you can see, you can see. Uh, even all the English players are in at Cal. They were, they were talking about, in terms of if they were, if it was a level playing field, the island nations would absolutely dominate just because That's of their, so, that their was build. Exactly the most interesting thing, like, was that the consensus amongst everybody is that if there's an even playing field and you've got a team full of Pacific Islanders, there's no doubt they'd win. They'll have won a World Cup would, by now, yeah, like, for sure. There was a. There was a game where they were in it and they often talk about the playing style of the Pacific Islands and it was, you know, line breaks and big tackles mm. and, you know, marauding runs. But then where they often lose the game is just 
losing con- concentration and giving away penalties and not setting up correctly, which yeah, like the English guys right. were going. Yeah. That's all the that's all the prep. Concentration. That's like all those coaches and mm. that stuff. That's what makes sure that you're on for you know the whole game and you don't lapse and give away a try. Which yeah was was a super. That was a probably it did did teach you a bit about rugby for anyone who I guess isn't a, a huge rugby person. Yeah, it does teach exactly. you a fair bit about the game, which was really interesting. Cal, you mentioned you mentioned the Reverend before. Yes, the Reverend. Our oh boy, the Reverend. The Tongan Reverend, the Rev. Uh, <laughs> which brings us to a great finisher for us before this we get in. Ends as well. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. To yeah. our honourable mentions, uh, Paddy Power uh, plays a bit of a role in this story. Of course, Epi's there. Uh, he's looking for extra ways to make cash for the team. Uh, during the 2007 World Cup, to go back to the point yeah, that we were yeah. just talking about, run us through uh, how we linked up with Paddy Power and what happens. Yeah, so as you say, like Epi's trying to make some extra cash and stuff like that, but then Paddy Power come up with this idea for the a marketing idea, and they say we want it. Would you be up for legally changing your name to Paddy Power so that the brand gets mentioned every time <laughs> you touch the ball? And then Epi just being the way he is, was like, yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I'll do it. What do they say? It's like, I think his name still legally is Paddy Power. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't even know. He like, probably yeah, hasn't yeah, changed it back. Know. Probably. <laughs> and yet they had like another uh, marketing thing where they were going to get all the players to dye their hair green. So like, obviously all like the dark haired players is on that team. And like, they were like, yeah, yeah, we'll do that. So they're all in the hotel room. I think I'm going to have spots of green. I think I'm going to have stripes of green. Stuff like that. And um yeah, the the IRB that tells them that look, if you if you're gonna dye your hair, you're banned. Um, so like the yeah yeah, yeah. it it Didn't was happen. like as well the IRB went when he was like oh Paddy Power and he goes they they just like no we'll just tell the commentators not to call you Paddy Power they'll yeah. call you Epi yeah Epi Tayona and he's like all right yeah and so yeah the dye in the hair Next. green um yeah which then you're like okay the dye in the hair green they'll get through but the IRB's like no. Can't do that. Dye your hair back, but they're yeah. they're committed, aren't they? They're like, no, yeah. we're going to go through with it. No, we're going to go through it, and then and then obviously the Reverend makes another appearance where he goes, um, apparently, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Reverend says, look, um, God said, um, God said, don't do that. Um, last, and like, <laughs> God said, don't, and then they all go, oh, oh okay. So they all dye the hair back. <laughs> they like the IRB's gone to the Reverend's ear and gone, Rev, Love just me. tell him. Tell him God came. Or maybe yeah. God did come. Hey, I don't know. Let's man. not. It's, maybe it's God unlikely. Did come. Like, when did God, <laughs> the night before, like, you go, when did, oh, never, when did God, when did God tell you not to, um, last night? Like, it was last night. Last night? Wasn't I with you last night? Yeah, but it was when I went, when I went to bed. Later, later in the hotel. I was on my own. <laughs> oh, fair enough. Yeah. As, as Nikki, uh, Nikki Little would say, it's, uh, it's all a bit unscientific, <laughs> that uh, that story, which was brilliant. Yeah. So, yeah, they might not have the uh, chef or the physios or the line-out coach or the eye coach, uh, but they've got the reverend telling oh, them the to ref. dye their hair back to yeah, black and they all you. listened. That'll do. Brilliant stuff. Uh, Cal, the honourable mentions, who's yours? So, 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 with the honourable mentions, I've got the park keeper is okay. an interesting what? scene. Context on the park keeper. So probably like half an hour into the documentary, the this guy um straight out of our documentary 
from um, um, Fire in Babylon, like for sure. Oh yeah, he's he's, he's Calypso all yeah, through and through. Dreadlocks. He's and he goes. He's a park keeper in Manchester, and so he said like, yeah. He was like, I saw the team just training, you know, just in this park over here. Like I work a lot of parks. You know, over there usually I just see a lot of jogging and dogging. But um, yeah, this day was different. I told my wife when they were on the TV, I was like, they were in the park today. And I was like, this, this park keeper, how did they find this park keeper? Who- how did they find him? It's crazy. Just stumbled across this fella. So funny. Uh, but it's also, I think they're training in the parks because I think this is around the same time as all the Paddy Power stuff because Epi is actually in uh, playing over in the UK. So like, no, oh, Epi, you got to find places to train. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. finds them parks. <laughs> parks throughout Manchester. Yeah, yeah. That was good. Uh, War dancers, Cal. So the haka is the most famous one. New Zealand's uh, kind of war dancer they do at the start of each game. Fiji, Tonga and Samoa have their own version. Mm -hmm. But fair to say they showed that probably maybe back in the day, maybe back in Walter Little's day, uh, that um, the, the, they weren't that good. There's a, a Tongan uh, war dance in there. Yeah. And it is absolutely horrific. But also and rhythm. they call it out for being horrific. <laughs> got, it's good. There's no rhythm there. It is good. We like, must have been a, send that one out, a lot please. of KFC and whiskey. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was good. And like for someone who's just, I can't stand them war dancers. I hate them. I hate the war Don't dancers. Don't you like them? I hate the way you'd have to like sort of appreciate them and watch them. Oh, I hate it. Can't stand it. So like I was glad to see a bad one. There used to be that you could like they like teams would like walk towards them and they they banned them. Oh, yeah, and they said so. no. Oh really? Standing face to face. I saw that on this documentary actually. Some of them are face to face, so they can't do that no more. That's oh, interesting. No, they're allowed to be face to face. You can't like disrespect and just not watch or like that's right. Try and yeah, walk towards and that was from the Rugby them. World yeah. Cup, wasn't it? Like last year. Yeah, I remember that. Someone got in trouble for like disrespecting it. And bullshit. But anyway. Um, we like the Tongan one in the 80s. The, the was, bad, the bad ones are funny. Like, I'll, t- I'll take that. But, uh, <laughs> but really, uh, yeah, that's my stance. Ultimately, did it bring you closer to the sport watching this documentary? Um, not really. Like, I, I'm not I'm not the rugby guy. I'm just not. Be surprised by our listeners, but I'm not the rugby guy. And, like, I know that now, though, like, I did learn that, like, if, if the Pacific Islanders are playing each other, we have a Tonga-Samoa game that they featured go and see that because that's he said the Aussies got on board early with it like they yeah. bought all the tickets because <laughs> yeah. they're like this is the game you want to see um, Tonga Samoa brothers like um, yeah they're going to batter each other so look I, I know what to watch out for now but I'm not I'm I'm still not going to be a rugby union guy I don't know what about you yeah it does give you a good uh, appreciation of the sport I think like we said the way that the Islanders play it's like the exciting way when I mean, you mentioned the um, fire in Babylon which is obviously about the West Indies cricket team that episode we did yeah, yeah. and they used to play Calypso Similar. cricket which was like exciting Similar, and then they yeah. had to change yeah. their ways to be yeah. world beaters yeah. um, money's obviously a big issue in this one but you kind of see a similar thread where they play the exciting rugby but it's not necessarily Absolutely. the rugby that'll win you a world cup because you need that preparation you need the money you need the, yeah. the support team so mm-hmm. That bit, yeah, found really interesting. Love all the, uh, yeah, all the the kind of island nation teams and the players mm-hmm. that play there. It's probably a little bit more professional now than it was back in 2015 yes. or <laughs> 2007 when those guys were playing. But yeah, it, it, as a as a doco, 
don't know. Not not yeah. probably one of our highlights. I think but it's did still I, learn and enjoy a lot. There's, I'm fine with these documentaries now that like this is a pure. If you're a rugby purist, like yeah, you'll love it. If you're not, as an introduction to rugby, then maybe not. Um, but I'm finding out with a few or, documentaries that we're watching now. Or if you've got a vested interest in the 2015 Rugby World Cup <laughs> and its success. Cal, we're finishing up for this week. Let's get into the features. To the employee of the week. Oh, worry on that one, dipshit. Me, Naga. All right, mates. Employee of the week. Easy. I think this one goes without saying. Yeah. It's epi. Epi, easy. Performance plan, Dill. This is tougher. Well, Colonel Colonel Sanders <laughs> for for feeding the boys full of chicken. I mean, yeah, they love it, but they're not they're not going to play as well if they're just got the, the belly full, the belly you know, full. dripping, yeah. trip, You know, they got they got the you know the greasy fingers. Yeah, it's, and they're not going to be able to catch the ball and and yeah, and that's all they need. They need to know the secret of Colonel Sanders. That's all they need to know. But yeah, performance plan for Colonel. Not not the best, especially for those for the good people of the Pacific Islanders. Uh, and what about Friday drinks? Proudly sponsored, as always, by our logo mascot, Sneaky Pete. Yeah, Sneaky Pete. Less said about them, the better. Um, Tongans. We we went for the Tongans just because of Clapier, um, which is uh, the 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 good but not great French wine. But you could uh, yeah. you could have done it for any of the islanders. There's so much fun. But the Tongans, you can see there's there's photographic was, evidence of them having a fantastic time. Probably just that moment. It's just got to be at that moment. <laughs> yeah. like anyone else can be there, but as long as we're all in in you know Clapier together, uh, we're all on the not not good but great. Could you imagine the stinking hangover we would have the next day, <laughs> and they would all be fine? They they'd be fine <laughs> having having the KFC. We're gonna go and train now, boys. <laughs> <laughs> We've we've still got our little our little helmets on with our hair sticking out the top. Yeah, I've still got, I've got like purple teeth. Just go. <laughs> They're just slapping you on the back, and like throwing oh. off your chair, <laughs> getting bullied. They're playing a game where they just throw us, throw us yeah, between each other. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that would be so. He's good. like ragdolls around. What, what a Friday drinks. Oh God. That would be uh, a reminder of Cal's Coaster question of oh, yeah. the week. Okay, yeah. Um, what are the Pacific Islanders' favourite takeaway? Repeat, what are the Pacific Islanders' favourite takeaway? Uh, get us uh, wherever you want, texts, pigeon, whatever, eBay. the website. At Part-Time Sport on Twitter and Instagram is one place you can get us. Uh, the website, parttimesport.com. Uh on YouTube, look, comment on that. We had a great conversation with the son oh, yeah. of uh, narrator of A Sunday in Hell, a plug for our documentary from last week. Uh, on YouTube, it was a fantastic exchange. He's a lovely man. <laughs> um, that was great. That was nice. Uh, Cal, next week's, next week's doco. Um, hoop Dreams. Um, yeah, looking forward to it. It's going to be a lot, of, uh, a lot of basketball over the next couple of weeks. So, yeah, looking forward to doing that one. And again... If you get to this point, as I say, every week, thanks so much for listening. Um, please, please tell your mates, um, any Rugby Union fans out there, like I'm sure they'll be interested in this and the documentary if you haven't seen it. Um, give us a four-star review. And if you watched it, let us know. Let us know what you liked. Do you, do you hate it? Did you find it funny? Are we completely wrong? As we often are. So, um, yeah, until next time, Dylan. Stay part-time, you ugly, ugly people. <laughs> Thank you.
Oh, what a Oh, for fuck's sake. Hold on a second. Kate!